Good morning, audience, and good morning, James, to you. James, I have to tell you today, I often say this, that I wake up excited for our coffee, Jim and James, especially when I go into the coffee bar here. As you can see, I have all the paraphernalia, but something was hitting my mind today, something. So when I say the word century, when I say the word centennial, Benjamin, Dino, what comes to your mind, brother? Tell me. Chris Isaacson, 100%, 100. I'll give you that 100. one. 100. That's what it makes me think. 100? 100. Well, let me tell you, we have a, we have a big show today and uh, a lot to be uh, thankful and grateful for. This is our 100th episode Man. of Jim and James. This is where Amy puts in all the clapping and stuff like that. I think, I mean, I... And it's been a while since that's happened, but we used to be able to just call for it and she would do it back in the olden days. Yep. When we and first began recording back in 2020. Is that amazing when you think about it from the original days of, uh, I, I think I started in the, in my master bedroom, our master bedroom. And uh, you were we there till last week. I mean, when you put in that coffee bar, that's we'll never virtual, that. virtual backgrounds are, are the thing for sure. You this know, Jimmy, all, look at uh, this, man. We're loaded oh, here, baby. I'm telling you, We're you loaded. have a logo on your wall. How pretentious is that? Ah. People come over. Oh, come over to the uh, coffee with Jim and James coffee bar. You know what? This lot. might be a franchise opportunity. You think about it? Jimmy, a hundred episodes i know let, let me tell you something please you're you're a tv guy right you watch it's, you seem like a law and order kind of guy i'm just saying uh criminal minds mm. no uh we're also uh did the whole game of thrones oh, oh yeah. hey 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 listen game of thrones didn't make a hundred episodes how many episodes 73 i also have watched uh shows like famous shows sopranos mm. guess what 86 86 episodes breaking bad Break, breaking bad fan <clears throat> i've seen it Can, take a stab at how many episodes 200 62 almost wow. half as many episodes as we've done have are, you ever we? seen the wire one of the greatest uh, not, shows of all time, rating, okay. ratings-wise, 60. James, are we famous or infamous? I did, I did 60 last year. I mean, I'm just saying. It's wild. Wow. I mean, we joke about it, but 100 episodes. Um, you, you said it earlier. I mentioned it that we were recording this today. Uh, just randomly throughout the week, somebody would be like, hey, you want to get a meeting Thursday or whatever? And yeah. it was funny, the reactions from people of going, oh, wow, that's cool. You know, and, oh, that's a big deal. And so that's, that's been kind of neat to see uh, and hear yeah. people react to that hundred. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? It's, 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 it's sombering, though, too, because people know that we started this right at the beginning of COVID. And then in their minds, are, they start doing the uh, arithmetic. Wait, one a week? No, that can't be right. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Wild times, man. Yeah. Wild times. Yeah. Um, we 
started, you know, you, you always joke it was a napkin kind of idea. It was. And, and uh, we kind of just took that and went to work. What we're going to do today is look back, Jimmy. Jimmy yes. doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what we're going to do. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath, brother. So bated we're going to look back. Just kidding. He knows. Um, we, uh, we're going to look back at different episodes. We picked highlights along the way. And there's several of them. Uh, we'll, we'll, and we're going to uh, pull in some of those moments and talk about those and high point them. I'm yeah. really pumped about it because there's there was a ton to look back on. Uh, it was hard to pick the yeah. highlights. You could pick every um, episode. Really, there were there were so many good things, uh, and we hate that yeah. we can't do that. But it, you know, we're so long winded. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be long. So uh, we're gonna start, Jimmy. How about this? Think way back. I'm gonna call it the pilot episode. Oh my gosh! Because it wasn't even a real episode. It's not an episode number. Um, no. We're going to look at some of those. So we're pull, I think we pulled some of that in, and that is the one of the most depressing, uh, you know, first attempts there is. But but it'll it'll awful. it's very real. Um, you'll you'll see some of that, and then also uh, the first episode, which like with a full intro and bringing in a guest and. You know, that right there, just that that brave moment of stepping out there and saying, you know what, let's give it a shot. It's funny. And it was depressing at the time. It was sombering. It was the whole thing, all the unknowns and every, all yeah. the aspects of that. But uh, it was funny. It was funny. I think, was that my haircut time mm. when we have to take a look at this episode? Just Dog to bring us- yeah. Why don't we take a look at it? Okay, sounds good. Let's bring it up. The big thing is, like you said, James, I think that a lot of folks don't scream the, 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 the gospel, if you will, of safe digging. And people don't realize that when we're out there working, we're out there digging, we're not just putting paint on the ground but we are taking people's lives into our hands. And much like the good people in Energy World Net, my personal goal is to make sure that all the people that I work with, they get home safe to their families. And that's, that's what we're dealing with when it comes to damage prevention. Amen. Be Amen. mindful of what you're doing. Don't be afraid to stop and ask the questions if you don't understand something. You've got a lot of great resources in this industry, like yourselves, myself. Make sure you get the right equipment. Make sure you're leaning on the right people. And, you know, communicated as needed so sense if you like today's session uh we're glad we hope it made an impact if you would like to join us for a session uh please reach out to me uh i'd be happy to have a conversation with you see if we can't get you on one of our coffee with jim and james and uh promote good things in the industry promote positivity promote safety promote uh, best practices whatever the case may be so all with signing off everybody keep the faith Stay safe, stay healthy, do the right thing. And with that, we will see you in the future. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. So happy you're on board. We are blessed to be working today and blessed to be in this industry. So let us know if we can help. Amen. Thanks. Amen. What on, what on earth were we doing with our hands? That, that was, was literally the 
what do I do with my hands moment? Did you see Jace? He's like, uh, are we praying right now? Yeah, I'm telling you. And could I get any more long-winded? I can tell a good story, but man, even I was like, all right, come on, cut it oh, off. Oh, that outro, I'm telling you what, like, you think everyone, their dogs, you know, the academy. Well, I think them all, you know, neighbors. Uh, I also people. notice I'm wearing the same exact shirt uh, or, or sweater. as the. Oh, you? That's just coincidence. I only have three yeah, well, shirts. Well, it was about the same time of the year, winter-ish time right now. Yeah, that's wild, man. Wild yeah, to look back at that. Yeah, Poor Jason. Definitely. What a good sport coming on the first yeah. one. What is it? Uh, we don't really know. We just get on a Zoom call and talk. Okay. That was, that was <laughs> funny. But that leads into our, our next clip and, and uh, the Connection for Life crew, as we'd like to call them, or the Three Stooges. Oh, the boys. Kuvo. Uh, Chad Kuvo. Kuvo. And Joe Surratt. And ironically, about the same time that we were getting coffee kicked off, they were kicking off Connections for Life, uh, part yeah. of the uh, UPSCO organization. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so, you know, you knew them beforehand, Definitely. or some of them. Um, yep. And uh, you were actually on their show as we were recording, I think the first time before we did the mashup, you were on their show for a little bit. And uh, you told me about it. And I was like, that's wild. Um, and so then when, when we all got on a call the first time, it was so neat to, to sync up on that topic of, of creating this, you know, we didn't call it a podcast then we didn't know what, what it, what it was. <laughs> we still well, it, was, what it, is. it was nine minutes and 59 seconds or less, because remember at that yeah. time, yeah, we were all in the LinkedIn and we had to upload so we were like scrambling to get things done, but it's, it is, it was ironic though, that, that we all had this kind of synergetic thought about reaching out to the industry because those guys, uh, I, I did not know Ted, but I know Joe and Chad from the past and they traveled as much as we did. And so all of a sudden when the brakes hit, they were yeah. like, what do we do? It was so, weird to, uh, have got to know them so well over over this time, over these hundred episodes and really have not met them until October of last year. At AGA? Um, yeah, at, at AGA. AGA. Yeah. And um, so yep. that was, that was so weird to, like I say, grow so close to them through, through really our stories run in parallel. That was so cool. Um, and it was neat. I'll tell you when we were picking the high points to go look back through some of that footage, because there were a lot of moments in there where, it was such therapy, you know, being together and, and having somebody to talk about your show with and, and gripe about the dumbest things and, yeah. and get through this pandemic, you know, together. So um, let's, uh, Jimmy, let's, uh, let's take a look at some of those. This will be good. Let's check it out. Get it. Other than that, I wanted to pass it over to Jim. I, uh, I always love what he has to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get him, <laughs> That makes uh, one no pressure after that intro, by the way. <laughs> and you know me, since I'm shy and timid, I don't like to speak a lot. But uh, over the next 45 minutes, I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> With two different industry or two different companies within the same industry, both of us kind of had a similar idea of like, hey, we've got to make sure we stay relevant. We got to make sure that we stay in front of our customer base. That whether they are getting product or getting information or getting things specifically from us. We want them to still see Chad and still see James and still see uh, Joe and myself and whatnot. So we 
created this little show and we really had no idea. Was it going to be training? Was it going to be, uh, was it going to be casual? What's it? And it's morphed. I mean, you, I'm not you sure just, we, I'm not we sure don't have we, any idea what it, what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we, we kind of, <laughs> kind of add things in there and you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I, you knucklehead said that you guys wanted to start taping your faces. So I said, yeah, let's go. Right. So here we are. Very fulfilling. And it is a very relationship based industry. It's, it's, it is. it's a great way to put it's it. It's crazy how small it was to me. Like it's a, when, it's a really big, small industry, right? It yeah, like it's global. But like, if you talk to certain people in different parts of the country and you're like, Hey, do you know what a guy for, well, there's four guys in the country who are amazing at that and they are bop, 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 bop. And everybody knows them. Good morning, LinkedIn community and energy community. Okay, let's take a look back. 1964, the World's Fair Expo was held in New York. 1965, UPSCO was created. Yes. 56 years later, we're having the first UPSCO Virtual World Expo. Coincidence? I don't know about all this. I'm in the conspiracy <laughs> theory. James, let me, bring, let me bring my brother and co-host in, James, to help me get back on track. Mr. James Cross, how are you this fine and beautiful morning? Well, like always, I'm just glad somebody else has to sit here and listen to your intros and try not to, to laugh at them. I you can't know, even take them seriously. I, I, love I don't. It. Ted, yeah, man, he's so quiet over there. Uh, yeah. You can tell he's he's thinking a lot uh, yeah. about how many times Chad has sneezed on this video. But uh, Ted, do you love what you do? I do. I absolutely love what I do. And uh, I love that question, honestly, because very rarely do you, uh, I, I guess uh, I'm, I'm probably going to go too in depth and you're probably just looking for yes, but very rarely do you find a place as an organization that you work for and co-workers and colleagues that you work with that it's so harmonious and it's all going towards one goal and it's one directive and i absolutely love what i do yoga and convention i thought it was new orleans september 9th 2009 oh, call back uh we never spoke of that again experience <laughs> and i just want to ask you guys uh, specifically like Coming out onto a year, actually in over a year now um, since we started this, what have you guys learned and what's been the most rewarding thing um, for you doing this, uh, doing this show? You know, just getting to hang out with y'all, really. You know, <laughs> well, with, without that. lying, without yeah, lying. That is not that's my true. response. An even yeah, better poker face. No. <laughs> um, Jimmy, I'll go first. Uh, I've, you know, a personal mission of mine over here in the past two or three years and, and even since I got in the industry was trying to find a voice that was uniquely mine. Can you describe yourself in one word? And then I'll let you explain. Um, genuine, I think is probably the one word I'd give myself. Um, I learned a very long time ago um, to be who you are and don't compromise that. And, um, you know, I think that it sometimes works for my favor, sometimes not so much. Um, but I think that I always hold the line of being myself, no matter where I am or what I'm doing. And um, I try to like, for me, that's a big thing for also my children. I want my children to feel comfortable in that space yeah. with who they are. Um, so I try to really hold that line is it right and wrong. Sometimes, you know, we all make mistakes, but 
um, you know, back to Gary V again. And I, you know, I'm big, like I said, I'm a big fan of his. He talked to him and somebody interviewed him one day and asked him why he says the F word so much. And, and does he say it around his children? And he was like, yeah. And they were like, why? And he said, because I am who I am. That's how I talk. And I'm not going to change for you or you or somebody else. I'm going to be myself, my authentic, genuine self, no matter what arena that I put myself into. And I feel like I do that too. So you do say that word a lot. Yeah. I do um, say the and I do say the word a lot. Though. Really nailed it. Yeah. No, that's great. So, uh, describe uh, Mr. Chad Kugel for us in one word. See, this is uh, hard for me because I'm going to get emotional because no, he's my okay. best friend. That's two words. <laughs> no, I'm going to say integrity. Um, uh, Chad and I uh, have been best friends since the day we met. Got it. I knew I was going to do this. <laughs> we, for, for those of you that don't know, um, today is the 10th. Chad and I share a birthday also, which is August 12th, two days. Oh. We also have the same birthday. Um, and um, But uh, he has just more integrity in his little finger than most people have. And uh, yeah, I think that says a lot. You can literally just stop at one word. You don't even have to. I, I, I look up him a lot. Man, well, Mom. good. <laughs> Ted, hey, Ted, you can use Ted as comic relief to bring us all. Back. Um, no, you know, Teddy's. Oh, I'm kidding. Teddy's. Um, you know, the word for Teddy. I thought about this one a little bit. Is ambitious. Um. Most of you guys, you guys, you guys know that he does basketball um, and he's got that big program. He runs for like 80 kids. Um, he's also involved in his church group. He's also involved in city council. He's also involved in a veterans group. Um, I, I don't know another human being that spreads his time around more to so many different things and how ambitious and committed he is to all of those things. Oh, uh, that, that, that warmed my heart. And that was some real deal stuff right there. You know, yeah. we, we joke around, we have a lot of fun, but I think it, shows the way joe kind of summed it up and and that side and later on i i didn't go grab um we didn't go grab the the footage from it but you know we were on their shows and they asked some of the similar questions and yeah. and we really connected during that time it was nice it was nice to have some partners in crime during that to, to bounce ideas and really grow our shows together it's just yeah phenomenal man and i tell you what you, you saw a different side of the guy. See, i've known joe for years and you see joe out in the trade shows or in the mm. industry you know joe's kind of a, a tough guy mm. and you see him in, in that episode and i'm like man i wish i had another hanky i mean i'm getting a little what, you know, yeah so good you know yeah. talking about friends uh, and some of our close friends we had the opportunity this next um clips we're gonna pull as a highlight that was, you know, really hit. I think Jimmy and I both, it was like a whoa moment yeah, for us. Definitely. Because um, yep. really, we got to have two industry icons on, in our opinion, uh, Brad yeah. Heck and, and our president at Energy World Net, uh, Jeff Isbell. Um, two people that I know that I've looked up to. And as far as involvement, engagement, just doing the right thing, all the, all the good stuff you want in a leader. And as an example, those two, you know, epitomize yeah. it. And Jimmy, for me, it was like having those, that quality of folks on our show, um, Jeff being a mentor for me as well, you yeah. know, the last five years or so just really hit home that we were doing something bigger than we thought. 
Yep. No, I, I agree with you. The, the part that hit me too is that um, it was really in the pregame show. We talk about that a lot, that before we record, we spend some time just fellowshipping. And it really hit me that my friendship with both Brad, Jeff, as well as you began well before my time at Energy World Net. And all of a sudden we're just talking about life and, you know, Brad's a fellow Floridian and items like that. I'm just like, wow, this is really good. And I would make a prediction for episodes beyond the hundredth that uh, I'd like to see some more pregame. Actually, I would like to see some pregame pre-show. Yeah. Pre-show. Yeah. The pre-show is where it's at. That's what that's the fun stuff, you know? Yeah. We get on there and there's so many times, Jimmy, where you'll say, man, we should have been recording. And so we've even started to kind of bait our guests of don't get too comfortable. Don't waste all your good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But there's also a lot of stuff we can't record on the pre-show. Well, that's me. Maybe, so, maybe. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's move on. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, I, I, Jimmy, I did want to add one more point to that. You talked Please. about the pre-show and just how, how, um, how real it was. This was coming in a time where, you know, we were smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. Yes. Um, for, for, I think all of us were going through some different things and challenges and, And when we got together and really shared a laugh and told some stories and, and remembered um, some different, different times, it was so therapeutic for us. And that was kind of the other part of it, Jimmy, was that aha moment of having these icons on our show, but but the secondary of just how human it was that day. And I, I told the story later to our teams actually when i was talking about you know this pandemic and getting through it and i remember that day and just not wanting to get off the call yeah 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 we were we were like this have to end yeah even after we quit recording we just kept talking and sharing stories and it was very very real it was wonderful well let's take a look at it jimmy sounds good uh if you haven't realized it uh, my boss, that's really why he's on. I'm sucking up. Uh, Jeff Isabel, our president at, at EWN, is joining us today, as well as Mr. Brad Heck, who is the director of corporate compliance at Miller Pipeline. And we found out today that he's in his 36th year with Miller, which is pretty impressive. So I think Icon says it, says it uh, right on the nose. So Brad and Jeff, welcome to the show today. We appreciate you joining us. And the passion that just uh, is oozing through all those words. It's, yeah, it's, you uh, two should start a show. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Jeff Ooh. and Brad. Yeah, it might, have to, might have to be a late night show. One, one where y'all read the song. Um, okay, it would be called the, would it be called, would it be called the, the Mutt and Jeff show, maybe? No? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see what you do you love what you do? Oh, absolutely. I think that uh, that's that's the key behind everything is having passion. Uh, people often say, you know, if you if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Uh, and yeah. so we see a lot of folks retire yeah. and then and then they come back yeah. to the industry because they just love what they do and they want to contribute. I think that for myself, for Brad, for a lot of other folks, in fact, Brad just and I just talked about this the other day on, on a personal call. You know, the passion that we have for the industry, the love that we have for the industry, we there are so many great people. I've worked in different industries, but the, the energy and utility industry is fantastic. 
the, the quality and caliber of the folks, both from a professional and a personal level. You develop friends and you develop, you know, professional colleagues all at the same time. And, and how can that be wrong? So yeah. uh, when we go to events, it's always like, or even this right today, this is like a reunion day, uh, especially being separated from some of the industry events. So yeah, it's, uh, it makes it very easy to get excited, to get involved when, when you know that you're making a difference, you're doing something meaningful, important, you love the people that you're working with. And at the end of the day, you know, you're helping, uh, you know, people out in the industry, you know, with uh, the quality, their careers, their job, and ultimately their safety and going home to their families every day. And, and that's something to be proud of and to get excited about. Amen. Brad, okay. I, I, you can just say ditto if you want. <laughs> The, the floor is yours, sir. Do you love what you do? I hope so after 36 well, years with Miller. But, and Miller will Yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Well, thank you. Jeff, Jeff hit it right on the, on the head. And, and I'll just add just a, a couple pieces. And that is when you deal with and when you work with the people that we do in our industry, regardless of whether it's uh, other organizations, associations, even cross the lines from an LDC world to a transmission world or to a hazardous liquids world, the quality of people, the subject matter expertise, the willing to work together in partnership to achieve good and phenomenal things. I, I personally believe that you don't see that in every industry in this country, but it's very unique and it's very specialized and it exists in the world of pipeline operations. It, it's, it's a wonderful thing. The second thing I'd add to that is when you have leadership and when you have quality people in leadership positions, like I am privileged to have at Miller Pipeline, it's amazing how just the leadership perspectives and the culture that the leadership provides within each one of these organizations, including Miller Pipeline, allows for greatness to foster. Amen. And th this is something that you, you can't put a price yeah. on that. That is phenomenal. Yeah. That, those warm my heart. I have to tell you. And uh, Brad's words, allow greatness to foster. Those are powerful. Yeah. And from powerful. those two guys, you know, yeah. like it's, it's neat to have captured that and get to share that with other folks. Um, I think earlier in the show, Man, there were just so many good moments. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think I said in the show that those two could have a show and I would, they could read the phone book and I would, is there phone yeah. books anymore? No, oh, oh. no. I've, I've been looking for one for two years. <laughs> what a, what a dated reference. Yeah. Old man. man you know, sorry. that's all right. No, it was, it was absolutely wonderful. I tell you. I hope people got the, the chemistry that was going on there. But it was funny, though. I mean, just, just looking at the whole scenario, Brad wearing his Hawaiian shirt, Jeff in his library. In his library. With, with what? A thousand books. And we both love and admire and respect Jeff with all of our heart. But one thing I love giving Jeff a hard time about, you go, hey, you know, like if Jeff goes, do you have a minute? You have to say, okay, this might be a 10 to 15 minute you know, discussion. Yeah, that that yeah. might be in the running for one of our longer of the episodes. Yeah, for sure. yeah, absolutely wonderful. War warmed, uh, warm my heart seeing that one. That's a, that's a, that one will stay with me for, I don't, I, as long as my memory works. How does that sound? Sweet. Seven habits, Jimmy. Oh, James. Let's think about that. It's um, your passion. First of wait, all. 
mean, I really did enjoy in. it. That that was one of the highlights for me. I, it throughout the year, and it was totally random. I think I remember us. Man, it was back when we we talked a lot. We you and I worked really closely together, and honestly, we were trying to get the show working. Yep. <laughs> And so we spent a lot of time together. And I remember one morning kind of messaging you and being like, Hey man, you know, we touched on sharpen the saw the other day, yeah. you know, with someone, yeah. what if we really leaned into that? And you were like, dude, I love it. We were going through seven habits at the company as well, yep. teaching yep. it and going through it. And so uh, it was just an opportunity we kind of seized and that, I, man, it turned into something I really enjoyed about the show. Yeah. I, I, we, we talked about it. We're like, we're not sure if this is going to work. It's a little bit on the fringe because everything was really pretty much at that point, very energy focused trade show. Like you were at a virtual trade show talking to folks and this was, this was being brave. This was expanding it. And I have to tell you the outpouring of people that blew this thing up and this thing up as responding like that was great guys we're like huh so we yeah. we actually did all seven we did all seven habits and no particular that. order which was the funny part but yeah that was the how organic we left it it was what whatever we were in the moment on and yeah. uh it seemed to fit every time as we dove into it and uh yeah like you said a lot of people reached out about those and that you know that changed that was a moment for me that kind of changed the show of what what we were allowed to put on it in a way. I know that's silly to say, but for, a, oh, I, I, I think it, it broke the mold a little bit of what we thought the show could be. And that helped us to start shifting the way we talked to folks and who we brought on and what our focuses were. It was so cool. It, it was a turning point. It was absolutely a, a pinnacle of, of things to make us better, to allow us to be better. And to allow, you know, being brave and go beyond what we thought we should do, i.e. energy, you know. And uh, I feel like this next section, I'm just going to, it's going to be me talking for 40 minutes. This one uh, tangent after another. Yeah, and it was. You, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. And, you know, that might be why you're the chief cultural officer at Energy World Net, you know. Look at you, product placement. I still have my copy on my desk. I'm not a liar. It is, it is a quick uh, reference guide to to keep our life together, Jimmy. Oh, that that explains a lot. Let's look at some clips. Let's go, brother. Studies show. I don't have the stats. I'm not going to drop them on anybody today. But that seventh habit is hard for a lot of people. You know, America as a whole. I'll speak on America. America as a whole has embraced this idea that we have to work ourselves to death and then set this new bar and do it again and do it again. And it's a vicious cycle. Uh, No matter what your role is, no matter what segment of the industry or any industry, it is a cycle that we have got to break to be effective. Amen. So I hope that sets the stage on... Again, another habit, beginning with the end of mind. I hope that sets the stage of what today's about. Well, you, as always, when you speak those words, they just resonate in me. And I think the challenge, though, for me, you know, we're coming off a holiday weekend. (laughs) And, you know, you and I talked on Friday. Heck, you know, we, we began this series months, half a year ago as therapy for you and I to 
have a release, have a place to talk, to have fun, to cut some things up, to bring friends on, you know, to share with the industry. And, you know, we live our lives by calendars, right? Always checking calendars. And I had my mindset on this holiday weekend last weekend that I was going to sharpen the saw. And, you know, life happens, you know, good family matters happen, you know, nothing bad, but just things happen. And the sharpening the saw portion, James, gets pushed down and down and down. And I'm really looking forward to this discussion today about synergy. But one little example stuck in my mind is that if you take a piece of wood, one piece of wood that could hold 100 pounds, mm -hmm. then you take another piece of wood that could hold 100 pounds, but you put them together, they can hold 250, 300 pounds, maybe more. But so the sum of the two uh, is greater than what they are individually. So simply put, synergy means the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. That's what yeah, I'm trying to say. That's it. Really, it's about ensuring that you stick to the important and impactful things in your life, right? Things that, that ultimately make a difference. You know, a lot of the times we find ourselves really pushing some things back. There's something in your life, Joe. I don't know what that thing is for you. It's, it's, we all have that dream or that one thing that we've continued to put on the back burner, uh, you know, kicking that proverbial can down the road again yeah. and again and again. So, you know, it's the first habit and what, what Covey calls the public victory. And for those that maybe aren't seven habit nerds like me, uh, the first two habits are a private victory, right? And so what that means is really it's all within yourself, okay? So you have to change and shift your paradigms that already exist and move to more, to more of a principle-based life. And once you make that private victory, then you can take it to the public, right? So this is that first habit that's really public-facing, okay? So first things first, at the end of the day, is really just ensuring that you're not in the weeds and putting out fires all day, right? But instead you're working through projects and visions and innovations and ideas and that are really impactful. And a lot of the time for businesses, they're lucrative too. That's a fantastic byproduct, right? It's a very good but, feeling, you know? Yeah. But it, the problem with me though, James, is that it can go, you know, like in cycles where all of a sudden, like I feel like, holy buckets today, I didn't do anything proactive. I was behind the eight ball the whole day. And cut down. Yeah, yeah. It's easy. It's easy to fall in those ruts and those old habits. That's the old habits creeping back in is all. And 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 the results that are still coming from not being proactive two years ago or earlier in your life or earlier in the week. Like right. again, you're you're trying to gain momentum and those those swings and those ebbs and flows are definitely that momentum starting and then those old habits kicking back in and then the momentum starts again. So it's, it's the low hanging fruit in this situation is so powerful because it can gain that momentum for you. James, I, I, I love those. And it, it sparked a, a thought with me is that you may or may not realize or the audience too, that James is a, uh, a guru with seven habits and most of those episodes mm -hmm. He was being a mentor to me, and you may or may not have realized that, but I was like, I don't really take notes, but I was feverishly uh, listening. Uh, mental were, noting. And yeah. what? Mental, mental noting. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And those were fun. Um, we, Like I said, uh, 
so many people reached out and that was Jimmy when that moment where we realized that, that we had such a reach and we were able to, you know, affect positive change out there with folks. And that kind of started to shape how we crafted our shows. It was kind of a turning point of, you know, we've got a bigger reach than we think. Well, yeah. And also to our cadence really started to mesh then. I mean, you and I have been friends for a long time and, that goes without saying, but we started to get comfortable in front of the camera and, and yeah, because we... it was topics that we, I mean, not that we don't know about corrosion or, you know, whatever. I <laughs> do. Name one. I know. I, I'm saying like, it's not that we, we, we don't live and breathe risk mitigation or damage yeah. prevention, but we do business every day. Yeah. And so being able to talk about those topics loosened us up a little bit. And it was like, yeah. man, so we're having fun now. Yeah, we were. And I think it started to show at that point, as opposed to like the first episodes. Uh, welcome to Coffee with Jim and James. As I'm I mean, that's my robot. James, uh, it, it, that brings to another pinnacle at Energy World Net uh, 20. 20 was a big year for us and especially big for year. you my friend um i i think we could classify that as a year that we really broke some of the molds and and no other way to say it but rebranded our our you know company and i want to hand it over to you because rebranding for us and that whole thing was not an overnight thing it was months and months yeah. and years yeah that was just the you know the academy award you know moment or whatever but right. uh, there was a lot of work that went into that. I would argue it's probably one of the largest projects that I've been involved with in my career um, to just put it in a, you know, a scope and a scale that people can understand. Um, and to have done that in the middle of the pan or during a pandemic yeah, and rolled it out during a pandemic, you know, you think about some of those moments you create with a brand rebrand or a launch event or something like that but you can't do any of it yeah, because you're stuck at home and all of your clients are too. So it was a really interesting time and, and tested a lot of our folks and their skills. And um, that, like you said, that pinnacle moment was having Coleman Sterling, our CEO, come on and really talk about what this meant for our company and, and really put some, some why behind this, this rebrand, you know, why, why now, why, why did we do it? Why did we walk this path? And yeah. and it was neat to hear him, you know, really live it. Um, yeah. You know, not that and, he didn't before, but just have a platform to really explain what it looks like. Yeah. And, and let his passions, you know, shine through to, to people. And, you know, we do a good job of taking people out of their normal, you know, Coleman in his CEO role and taking them uh -huh. out of that for a few minutes, you know, yeah. so let's, yeah. uh, Let's let's see some of this. This is going to be check good. It out. Yeah. Good morning, LinkedIn community. Welcome to another exciting and, as I might give you a little hint, revealing episode of Coffee with Jim and James. It's great to be here today. And today I'm going to not start with any of my normal antics. We're going to go right into the show. So to do that, I need to bring my co-host in. Uh, he is the cream to my coffee. See, I did add a little bit of one there. Mr. James Cross. James, good morning, sir. Hey, Jim. I, if I would have known, all I had to do was get Coleman on here. 
for you to stop doing those bits at the beginning. I would have had him on first episode. Well, uh, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we are. We're, we are super excited today. It's a big day in EWN history. And uh, so we have Coleman Sterling, our CEO, on today. Uh, and I mean, not just because you're the CEO or my boss or anything, but but uh, my favorite guest of all time. I, I can feel it. I can feel it deep down in my soul that this is going to be a good episode. How you doing, Coleman? I'm doing wonderful this morning. Uh, I don't know who you got to know to get on this show, but it took me 25 shows to finally get here. So I'm glad that I'm finally here. And uh, I missed, I, I didn't get the yin to the yang intro, you know. We can start over. Oh, no. Coleman, uh, no, you no. are the yin to our yang. Okay. Yeah. James and I see it firsthand every day, day in and day out. And really, when you talk to people out in the community and in the industry, they see it too. So I'm going to go right into it. And I'm going to start off by hitting you with a hard question. And that one is, what does brand mean to you, Coleman? Well, um, I'll tell you, if you had asked me that 18 months ago, it would have been a different answer because it seems to evolve and change and, and things, you know, move and grow and progress. But um, what brand means to me today right now with Energy World Net and what we're doing and the announcement that we're making today is it's a way of communication, not just with our clients, not just with our uh, potential clients. It's, it's clients, it's potential clients, it's industry people, and it's also our internal um, employees and how we communicate and how we tell our story. Uh, you know, years ago, James and I often, we, we joke, years ago it was hats and koozies, right? And that's where you start and it's marketing. And, and, and then you move on to a bigger definition, which is brand, which is how you speak and how you write. And then now it's just grown so far beyond that, really because of the, the team that we have and, and uh, you know, the innovation, uh, that we have at our disposal now has really driven how we look at brand and how we use brand to express ourselves in the industry. So shows here lately with, with one question, I want to ask you the same thing. Okay. So um, do you love what you do? Absolutely. You can't Absolutely. answer one, one tiny question. You can't answer that with one tiny answer either. That's not fair. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that would be, yeah, yes. No, absolutely, I do. James, uh, you know, growing up, people say, do what you love. And as, as you grow up, you, you start to learn, you learn how to love what you do. Uh, you know, when, when you uh, work in federal regulatory compliance management, it doesn't sound like it, wow, that's exciting. But it is exciting. It depends on how you approach it. It depends on what your relationships are like in doing that. What can you build? What can you do new? And who are the people that you work with? That's why I love it so much. Man, I like how Coleman says, you know, I like how he, I'll sum it up. I paraphrase poorly. That's my superpower. It is. Uh, is uh, who you do it with, right? Like the, yeah. the man, that's so important. So important. If I've learned anything here is, man, Energy World Net does that, right? Man, yeah. I, I really enjoy working with the folks I work with. And uh, Coleman, you can tell Coleman drives that. Yeah. Uh, for sure. 
it was fun seeing a, a, a personal passionate. I mean, he has it all the time, uh, but you know, he, a lot of people don't get to see it. You know, you and I don't. have a, a different kind of relationship with Coleman and uh, than yeah. most people, obviously we have more exposure and, and, uh, yeah. but getting to see some of that from him is cool. You yeah. know, another highlight, Jimmy, uh, one part I really enjoyed, uh, was bringing our friend Rob Darden on. And, uh, there's a whole story in this <laughs> that ended up making this a highlight even more so, but we had a great recording with Rob after chasing him around, you know, Rob's one of those people that his schedule is bananas. And he's, so, what, what is he, EVP of the DCA uh, or he's know. up there? It I sounds mean, made up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of letters, Rob. Uh, executive vice president of the DCA. But, but uh, Rob, Rob finally comes on the show. We book it, we record it. Well, okay. This was one of, the, we changed this past year to moving to recording days. Okay. Yeah, let's so we record me. a whole bunch of them, right? At, at in one time. day or two days. We've Just to make it, it make our time a little more efficient. So yep. this was the first time ever. And we recorded all these shows and I forgot to deliver Rob's to our well, design team. And yeah. and it would that's not what makes the funniest story the story as funny as the fact that Rob didn't say anything for months. Like months. three, four, or five months he goes without his episode airing and he doesn't reach out or anything. It's just like, Oh, I guess, uh, that they found somebody else, you know, I got cutting, cutting room floor. And, uh, so Rob finally reaches out one day and says, my son texted me and said, weren't you on coffee with Andrew? Shout out. Yeah. Uh, weren't you on coffee with Jim and James? And he was like, I was on there. And he's like, I haven't seen it there. Did they cut you? And so Rob reaches out and sure enough, it was on my desktop uh, and we found the lost episode. So uh, we did a little funny intro and, and actually called it the lost episode, but you know, the humor in that Jimmy more so was later in the year. We saw Rob at AGA yes, and um, got to spend some time with him, actually interviewed him uh, live at AGA, but that was a story that we ended up laughing about. And we still laugh about, uh, to this day. Absolutely. And so let's Jimmy, let's take a look at the last episode. Let's get into it. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of coffee with Jim and James. Now I know to the audience, you always expect my wacky intros. But today is a little bit different. We're right in the midst of the new logo launch, which I love. New mugs. And if you look at James, he has a microphone headset. This guy is going gangbusters on this. So uh, if, if you haven't noticed, we do have a guest on today. We're just not talking around in circles. Rob Darden is with us from DCA. Rob, good morning. Morning. Good morning. Uh, Super pumped to have you. Uh, Rob and I have, have crossed paths several times. Uh, they do awesome stuff at DCA. Um, yes. And uh, we're excited to bring him on to talk about some of the exciting things they have going on right now. So, Jimmy. James, I, 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 I loved it. I loved it. And, and let me just jump in real quick. It's, 
okay, lemonade from lemons, you know, yes, we had a little hiccup or whatever, but like you said, to this day, our relationship with Rob, we joke about that. And that mm. it kind of just, you know, we have fun, you know, when we're, we're talking and it's, yeah, uh, it was good to laugh with him in person. Uh, yeah. at AGA, we had a good time. Um, really good. You know, another person that was at AGA that we got to, to see as well, right? It was AGA, right? Yeah. 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 Laura Moreau from Artera. Yep. Yep. Uh, as well. Um, and Jimmy, we, we spent time, they invited us to an event, but we had a lot of overlap, you know, at different, different points at AGA. So it was good to, to meet up with her and learn about what they're doing over there and, you know, get to share some time. Laura's, uh, Laura's awesome. Um, really driving kind of that brand over there and that, you know, how they communicate it and stuff like that. So many good things going on over there. Yeah. And I've closed through to all the Artera companies, you know, and, and they have a, a bevy of companies. And so mm-hmm. Laura's got her hands full, but that was, that was a fun episode. I was, we, we get on and, and back in those days, I would tell a wacky story at the beginning of our episode. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, they get out there far-fetched. And, uh, and usually to the audience, I would usually have those stories hit my head 30 seconds, two minutes before we start recording. It's just like something comes in. So Laura being out of Indiana, corn came into it. So I had a story about, well, we can watch it, but it was uh, about the schooner in the key or her husband and family on the beach and saving me. And uh, it's wacky, but uh, they're, they're good people. So one of your best ones, one of your best ones, Jimmy, one of your best lead in stories. We should have had a montage of all of those. That would have been the winner of of everything. Oh boy. Uh, You know, what a cool thing about Laura too, was she, she kind of told us on the show that she was on a journey as well. I don't remember if it was on the pre-show or the show, just sharing her message and, and really having, finding her voice in the industry, which yeah. as you know, I've, I've been working on as well. Yeah. hundred shows in, uh, you know, finding your niche. And yeah. I, I love the topics we dove into. I got to geek out, you know, you get to geek out a lot on this show because of your background in the industry. Yeah. And so yeah. when someone comes on, that's more marketing or branding or design yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or something like that, Jimmy always sits back and gets, gets mad at me, but that's Do I dy- really get mad? I don't get mad at you. That's, I our just dynamic. that's why I have the coffee and the coffee makers. Yeah. Well, so, let's uh let's, let's dive a- into this, Laura. Episode. Yeah, please. James, before we get started, Laura and I really haven't met, but we have met. She oh. may not remember it. Let me tell you a quick story. Do I have a minute, James? <laughs> Always. All right. I mean, you have I'm a microphone. Sorry. Yeah. I was taking sailing or piloting the schooner, my schooner, down the Florida Keys on my way to Key West, when all of a sudden disaster struck, my props stopped working. You know, this can be a problem in the high seas, right? So I look back there and what's caught my propeller? Corn stalks. And I'm like, corn stalks? Yeah, I'm in trouble. So I'm looking around and I notice the beach, you know, 50, 60 feet away. So I yelled to the beach, I have corn stalks in my prop. Is anybody from the Midwest? And nobody said anything except this lady raised her hand. She had children. Her husband were there. And she's like, we're from Indiana. And I'm like, okay, prove it. She's like, my husband's a Hoosier. I'm like, that's, that's a corn capital of the world. Checks out. Yeah. And I said, can you come help me? I said, I'm, I'm about ready to be 
taken away to Antarctica. And they look at each other and they're talking. All of a sudden I see him doing this, you know, like, and all of a sudden the husband's like, you know, so he goes up and gets his corn sickle. They must carry that on vacation. They do. So big <laughs> all the time, just the essentials. He walks out. I mean, it wasn't too deep, I guess. So he walks out to the, to the schooner and hacks it away. And I get on my way and I'm like, thank you so much. Who are you? And she's like, my name is Laura. And I said, thank you so much. She's like, whether it's personally or professionally, we like to take care of people, make sure people are safe. Wow. And I'm like, what company do you work for? And she's like, don't forget the name Artera. Wow. Stuck with me ever since. I almost Never named, thought. I almost renamed the ship Artera because of that incident. Never happened. None of that happened. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. We, we touched around it, but let's talk about reputation and I'll tell you something we're realizing more and more every day is how important the reputation is inside of our own walls, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes we always think about, well, it's, you know, what the clients think, what I, but, you know, if your people aren't believing in the brand and not living the brand, then it's going to show in the work and it's going to show in the relationships and it's going to trickle out and it's going to land, you know, years later, even uh, mm -hmm. what, you want to talk on that a little bit, how important reputation is both internal and external? I mean, honestly, you nailed it, James. I think reputation is, is about, is about That's your- That's my own question and answer. <laughs> I mean, but I truly believe reputation is all about your people. Yeah. If your people feel valued and recognized and part of, part of your end goal, they're going to tell your own story. Like you don't even have to do yeah. it. They're going to, they're going to do it for you. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just understanding who you're hiring, who you have on your team and how you lead them will help with that reputation too, because we all know there's multiple generations now and the Gen Z and, and millennials, and I'm a millennial, like we, we want different feedback and affirmation and recognition in different ways, but you just have to realize that and, and kind of cater to who you're talking to and, and who you can um, cultivate a culture for them and, and recognize them. Yeah. Laura, I do, you know, uh, this conversation has brought me to a place, James, it's brought me to a place where I have a very important question to ask Laura. Laura already knows it because she, I think she like is a, a lurker, listener, watcher. Like every <laughs> once in a while she watches them. She, she does. She already knows. So? She's this been is practicing. a hard question. This is a hard one. It's VP ready. of communication. She's practiced. Laura? Yeah. Let, me ask you, let me ask you a very important question. Okay. Do you love what you do? I sure do. You got to hit her with the why. Because yeah. I, 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 uh, normally James does this. So I, <laughs> why do you love what you do, Laura? It all stems to what we've been talking about, the people. I've just been so fortunate to work with so many intelligent, encouraging mm -hmm leaders and, and turn into mentors that have helped me in my, my career and also our friends and it's, it's the people. And I never thought driving by a job site, I would be so excited and kind of drive really extra slow and look and say, I know what they're doing. And yeah. I just, I find that so gratifying. And yeah. um, my daughter was in the car with me once and she goes, mom, that's an excavator. And I'm like, you're that's right. That's what my doing? daughter says. I'm like, that is such a win. Looks over my shoulder and sees yes. them working and she goes, 
I know what that is. But I think that's so cool. I never thought I'd be in this industry, but I would never choose another one. Like I'm, I'm set. I love, I love what I do. Come on. What a, what a great couple snippets there. Yeah, you Jimmy, know? did you hear it? People, people, people. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's Every, Laura. Everybody we talked to, it seemed like, you know, that, that just rings true. Our industry, our people that we're working with, like, it makes never, it. never before have we heard that so much than now. I think if yeah. we came out of this pandemic and realized that, that's pretty good byproduct. And you notice she mentioned intelligent people. <clears throat> yeah, she's not here for the dumb ones. No. <laughs> that was fun. That was that was great. That was a fun episode. That was great. Uh, she let her light shine, um, and then we saw her live. And I'm going to say probably the pinnacle to date during the uh, pandemic for you and I, as well as a lot of the industry, was last October. You remember last October, James? Jimmy, I'll go out on a limb for myself personally and say it might have been a pinnacle couple of, you know, a handful of days in my career, like to this point. Like it was really a high point that I can't explain to a lot of people. Yeah. And and it, it has nothing to do with, you know, winning the award or, or you know, having yeah. the notoriety. It was just validation in what you're doing, not, not about the results and, and how many listeners and all the things, but just how many people came up and shook our hands and said, so glad you're doing what you're doing. Yep. And, that, and just to bring full circle here, we're talking about the AGA live event in Orlando. And then the SGA live event in Charlotte, which really happened within a three-week three span. Weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was back to back. Ten days. Yeah, it seemed like we were. I mean, we shipped our stuff from AGA to SGA. That tells you something. I mean, yeah, we to, to make it there in time. And the fun thing is, is that I a little bit of a, for the folks that were there, saw some of the uh, reels that you're going to see here in a second. James hit me up one day and he goes, I got this crazy idea for a booth design for AGA, which was in Orlando, just a couple hours yeah. away from, and it was pink and it looked like Miami Vice. And James is like, I might get fired over this one. I'm like, no, baby, go for it. This looks great. And we, AGA, for those that have been there, those that have not, this is a huge conference. Yeah, Even during the pandemic, it was football fields huge. I mean, it's huge. And we stood out. I mean, people, we had people by the booth all the time. And that was a great part, you know, just yeah. stop by. and It, it really created a moment. And, and then within that, we called it the meta schedule. We had a meta schedule within the schedule that was us recording and going and capturing footage with, with you know, um, the, the UPSCO guys we talked about yeah. earlier, Connections yeah. for Life recording live from the booth, going to other people's booths and recording. Um, There was so much going on in receptions and that it was the busiest I've ever been at a conference, number one, but just the impact and the way it changed what a conference felt like to me now, you know, like what we can do and how we can bring more to a hall and, and value to a show and, and continue a conversation, you know, that we've been having. Yep. Um, the show was a great draw. And when, even when we were bored or, or opposed, you know, as an exhibit hall, we used those moments to, to grab messages to share with people. It was just, 
it was a neat moment to see all collective what I, I talked about it, I think on the connections for life show, but just that whole piece of work from delivering it back the next day to um, running the shows and packaging those after we got back to recording live to all of it was just one of those moments where you execute just, I mean, near perfect. Right? Hey, hey. Even when it wasn't perfect, Jimmy, cause we, you know, we were laying on the floor together at times, putting stuff together and sweating. And well, you were, perfect. I wasn't, I would always go away and come back and just check on things. Yeah. It, it was a wild time and yeah. some of the longest days and you know, those days are long anyway, They are long, but do you remember it was a mile walk from the hotel area to the convention and you never went outside. You were yeah. always under rooftop. Yeah, that Gaylor, Gaylor Palms. Yeah, those are long days. Uh, but, yeah. man, I wouldn't take any of it away. And oh, then to cool. turn around and do it again at SGA. Yeah. And like we said, win the award um, there, which was never expected that in all my life. Um, <laughs> we thought it was a joke, didn't we? I yeah. mean, to win the SGA Corporate Communications Award, going up against companies that are – Big dogs. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have bigger wallets than we do and budgets, I bet, than our show. Um, I mean, $17. That's our budget, James. Just uh, so you know. And we spent it all on that that big coffee with Jim and James sign behind you. That's it. No, that uh, man, highlight of this yeah. year. Uh, I think we have kind of mashup of, of both events um, and are kind of going live experience and I, I want people to know this is something we put in our goals this is something we put in our budgets and something we absolutely executed on yeah from a coffee with jim and james standpoint too yeah like we, we said we were gonna do this and we yep. went out and delivered and i was very proud of the product that we did so yep. jimmy let's look back on it Loved it. It, it, uh, do I dance? Do I, I think mean, had a whole vibe, didn't it? I mean, it, it really all of did. it. The production from the team back home, like putting all that together and the rapidness and the response. I mean, man, I was, was just fast so- and curious. Do you, and again, reminded me, we were on uh, Pipeliners podcast there. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, we and were then on we were Connections on for Life. 
Connections um, for Life, Hydromax. We did a live event from the Hydromax. And then I bet we recorded, um, I don't know in total, um, but let's say 12 to 16 folks while we were there. Oh, at least. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot. It felt like we put out content for two weeks. I felt like everybody hated us, but hopefully not. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. But, you know, one of the people that we interviewed there, Jimmy, was somebody who we got to know. It kind of became our traveling buddy for a couple of, of shows. And great friend. And, great friend. Uh, and, and became really a, a great friend. We had him on the show um, beforehand and that, that time CEO of Hydromax USA, John Smith. And uh, we had him on the show at that time. And then uh, we crossed paths at AGA and SGA. Yep. Yep. And uh, we had him on and we talked about a very important topic and he had seen our mental health series and us kicking that off, which again, very, very proud of that. Um, but he, he asked if he could come on and talk about mental health for, for our veterans yep. and, and some of what they're dealing with. And at the time we had just pulled out of Af- Afghanistan. Yes. Um, not, not soon before that. Um, we're out in the middle of the pandemic. You know, we had just kicked off the mental health series to, for that reason. I mean, ourselves kind of going through some of that too, Jimmy, not to that extreme, but everybody was kind of in a season. Yeah. And John came to us and said, I got a really important message to share and we want to do it with y'all. Yeah. And he, you know, he is a uh, naval aviator veteran, uh, Top Gun, Miramar, uh, I mean, the whole bit. And so <laughs> he is passionate about that. And some of the stats that he gave us and some of the concerns, I, I, I again, from memory, I think it's 21 of our veterans, um, unfortunately, commit suicide every day, 21 or 22 a day. And that's the ones that are known about because so many are homeless and they're just not recognized. And it was sombering that whole bit. But having John on was. Really uh, was. Yeah. You know, and, and more validation, I think, that, that we had a, a bigger reach than we imagined. Yes. Uh, we were able to roll that out on, on Veterans Day, you know, yep. just worked out for us. And John was awesome to, to get that done in time. Yeah. And, you know, a very powerful message. And, and like, like we said, became really close friends with John. And, yeah. uh, you know, somebody you can text and just say hello and, Share, share a couple of stories, you know, so uh, yep. that's been a, an awesome part of it too. But Jimmy, let's, let's peek into the mental health series and that, that episode with John Smith. So John, Please. give us a little flyover uh, metaphorically. Yeah, metaphor, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's great to be back. So glad to be here. Um, you know, it, it's always great, like you said, to get asked back, especially on, on a topic like we're going to talk about today. Um, it's, near and dear to my heart, you know, I've in, in just a little bit, for those who don't know me, uh, part of my background besides, you know, uh, being privileged enough to, to lead Hydromax USA is that you know, I'm, I'm a retiree of the U.S. Navy, 21 years, uh, very, you know, different uh, scenario than business in a lot of ways. But this topic we're going to talk about, you know, it used to be that it was a very hidden subject. And it was very hidden when I was in the military. Uh, it was hidden even in business when I joined business. You know, you know, you didn't talk about these. You did. You wouldn't get on a podcast and talk about Jim what you were saying. Hey, you know what? Every day isn't great. And and you know, if everybody 
it was really seen that you needed to be that person who was always optimistic, always out front. Inside, people are fighting hidden battles. Who who all should be involved with this? I mean, you know, you mentioned a few people, but I think we've dive a little bit deeper into that because I think a lot of us may not realize that we could be a great help and influencer to the folks out there. Well, and, and you know, you're spot on with that. And I think the other part of this is not everyone's going to come to you or me or James, uh, but they're going to come to maybe that friend they've got in the field or that person they've worked with for 10 years. And those people are the ones that I find come forward most times say, Hey, so-and-so has approached me. I think they're having a really tough time. Hmm. What do I do? How do I, how do I handle this? And so this is where I think the other form of leadership is uh, being able to mentor and to help those people that, that, that people are talking to, to be able to, to watch for the right signs, be able to talk to them and give them, you know, give them support when they, when they're ready for support and to really show empathy. That's been something eye-opening for me is that we're really smart people. Okay, as in a society, there's a lot of great, talented people, and you can engineer the majority of things. But what we're learning more and more is you can't engineer yeah. this part, and you've got to. There's nothing like like what you said, John, being present, mm-hmm. um, because it's genuine. It's there's not an ulterior motive. I'm not sitting there going, okay, what are you going to do with this data when you get it? Yeah. And they're just setting me up to be fired. When you can shift that culture a bit where people do feel safe to have that conversation, knowing it's not something that is, again, going to define me. Uh, we look at this call, and all of us have dealt with some kind of mental health issue over the past two years or, or longer, right? Yeah. That does, we're, There's a CEO, a VP, a C, you know what I mean? There's That isn't saying that we're not functioning and not doing the best that we can, but it does bring light to the fact that there everybody is battling something. Yeah. Wow. James, I, you know, it's, uh, I don't have much words, you know, the, everyone is battling something though. It stays with me. I mean, it will. And it's yeah. important for everybody to realize that it really is. Yeah. It was an important topic. And again, yeah. just, um, John bringing that to us and allowing us to share, you know, that message for him and, yeah. Again, it kind of and it made us it validated that series, that mental health series, and and something that we continue to will continue yep. to put out there. There's a there's a need, and and our industry's I think at a point where we're listening and understanding how important it is to talk about this, and and um, I'm glad to be able to do it on the show. I wish we didn't have to, but yeah. I'm glad to be able to have that platform, this platform to do it. I would, I would agree. And I, I, you know, myself being now 10 years, uh, this year will be 11 years sober for myself. Um, and the stats before the pandemic were one in 11 wrestled with some sort of substance abuse issue. And then I just want people, the next time you're in a meeting and you're in a meeting with 10 or 11 people, look around that meeting and know that statistically somebody in that meeting who's not even showing it is no wrestling with this. That's the thing. That's the key. Absolutely. So, yeah. And John, John Smith, good friend. Yeah. You know, Jimmy, yeah. we were blessed this year to get to really get close to, to a lot of people. Oh yeah. Um, 
you know, virtually or not, it didn't matter. Uh, I mean, if we did a hundred shows, I'd say we probably had 70, 75 guests on, uh, you know, different unique folks. And wow. I mean, to think about those folks and really those friends, Jimmy, and a lot of them at the beginning, I can't imagine having to sh- support our first couple of shows, whoever, you know, Jason Crow, <laughs> brother, I'll tell you what, <laughs> just yeah. signing up for that gig. I'm telling you, I, we joke about it, but he signed you up. Great about, things like- I'm in, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of those first people that had to watch it and go, I, I guess I like it. Um, the three people yeah i mean yeah so i mean but the the amount of friends that we called on during those times and then we're so gracious again to to share the experience with us on the show you know those that we met later in the year that at live that we didn't even know you know the lurk yeah 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 i remember i have no clue what her name was uh because it was a moment it was so fast but Someone ran up while we were at AGA and kind of oh, slid in and took a picture with us. No, while we were at the booth. And she, she was like, can I get a picture? And um, we slid in there and took a picture. It was like, ooh, okay. And, and they, we started to be known as the coffee guys. Hey, the coffee guys are over there. So neat. You know, so many friends Absolutely. that we've made. It became kind of a goal of ours, too, with the show is to really connect with folks and um, you know, it seems like with each episode, we, we gained a friend or two, you know, along yeah. the way. So let's, let's look back. This has got to be one of my favorite parts. Um, Definitely. we were Definitely. writing it, I, I said, if I could just get all the smiles. So somebody, I think it was Kaylee had to sit through all the episodes and just pull smiles, but I pray she did it justice. But Jimmy, let's look back and, and crack a smile with some of our friends. Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. I told you it would be money. I, yeah. I, I, I could it. watch that all day. I just, the smiles and, and the laughs, there's so many in there. And yeah. those are just here and there. Uh, looking for these highlights, Jimmy, and going through them, we had, we had some laughs. Not just these, because there were a lot. I mean, this show could have been two hours long. It might be two hours long. It might be. Uh, but going back and look at some of that, and just laughing together, you and I just picking these out. I mean, yeah. that was worth it for me, whether we recorded or not. Just reliving some of that, laughing at our haircuts and my facial hair, um, laughing at the 20 pounds plus or minus that, that um, you know, would go off and on throughout the pandemic. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's James, it's wonderful. We are. But you know what? Let's do what I did not do in the uh, first episode. Let's make this outro quick. Let's thank everybody. Let's put a bow on this one. This one is done and in the books. And James, I'm committed to you to be with you for our 200th episode. If if we're so blessed to do so. Another 100. 100. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. 
Hey, thank you everybody for Jimmy. Jimmy, it's been a blast, brother. Um, yeah, always. I don't want to start crying right now or anything, but uh, I'm not crying. My eyes are just uh, sweating. So, all right, yeah. audience, we appreciate you. It's been a blast. Hundred. Beautiful. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. And with that, James, you know what? I'm going to dance out of this one. Wait a minute. I think this is where Amy does something. This is this, this is where I embarrass myself. Do whatever you want. See y'all. Stay safe. Put a bunny in my hand. No, don't do that to me. See y'all.